0: Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. Today, there are symbolic signs, sirens, and alarms that are screaming a resounding cry of the state of our nation. With all the challenges facing the world, many are living in fear and anxiety about what is to come. Doug shares how we, as God's people, position ourselves so that we are not overcome by anxiety. After the episode, consider leaving a review and follow us on your favorite streaming service. If you gleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. During the month of November, my longtime friend, Pastor Richard Inahosa, the pastor of Good Shepherd Community Church in Brownsville, Texas, was doing a theme each week called I'm Thankful For, and I had the pleasure of being invited to be the speaker on November 13th. Now on that Sunday, they had already scheduled having baby dedications during two of their three services. And since it was also Veterans Day weekend, I thought what a great direction to take it and being thankful for generational inheritance and freedoms. There's something about an attitude of thanksgiving or an attitude of gratitude that releases blessings to us. I started out with Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and 13. It says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. How appropriate it was when I looked across the front with all these families coming up with their newborn babies to be dedicated to the Lord and also to look across the congregation and see individuals, men and women, who had served in various branches of the United States military, I started the service by saying I want to give a special thank you to all of our veterans and their families for serving this Veterans Day, weekend, and every day. You see, my father was a veteran of World War II, Korean War, and the Vietnam War. He also served as an underwater demolition frogman or UDT. Later during the Vietnam War, they became known as the Navy SEALs. My stepdad was a hospital corpsman and he served during Vietnam War as well. My grandfather My grandfather Stringer was a veteran of World War I. Although they did not die in battle, my father and my stepfather both died far too young from military-related cancers. So I said, may we take time to reflect on so many who have given the ultimate sacrifice for all of our freedoms, as well as all those whose lives and families were affected directly in defending those freedoms and liberties. And then I said, let's think about the ultimate sacrifice of sacrifices. 2,000 years ago. As we just talked about Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, that the Son of God's love, that we give thanks to our Father in heaven who has given us His Son, the one that all things are made to, through, and for, and by Him, that all kingdoms, principalities, and rulerships are subject to Him. And yet it's our Lord's desire to do a work in and through us. I've shared in recent podcasts about the lighthouses, that it brings light in the midst of darkness. And here it is that God is choosing to live in us. And just like Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and bring glory to your Father in heaven. In a world of difficulty, in the world of storms, in a world of darkness, we get to be the lighthouses of the Lord because of Christ living in us and shining through us. Whenever I think of liberties and freedoms that we all get to be beneficiaries of, I also think about, again, the ultimate sacrifice. When Paul says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which you were set free, and be no longer entangled in the yokes of bondage. When I think about that, I think about the foundations laid and the price that's been paid, the sacrifices made for us to be able to build upon. We limit our future on how we deal with the past. And so many times we end up dishonoring those who've gone before us. But if we show attitude of gratitude, if we show respect and honor and thankfulness, there is a reciprocity, the law of reciprocity. When we bless and appreciate, blessings come back to us. Our freedoms and our liberties, they don't come cheaply. There is a high cost for the liberties and the freedoms that we enjoy. And ultimately, there was a high cost of love on Calvary 2,000 years ago. How easy it is for us to take for granted the sacrifices that have been made for each and every one of us to enjoy and to benefit from the liberties and freedoms that we so cherish. I still remember that when my stepfather was stationed at the Oak Harbor Naval Air Station on Whidbey Island, Washington, there was a large billboard just outside the base that read, Pardon the noise, it's the sound of freedom. Today there are many symbolic or even proverbial signs and sirens and alarms that seem to be screaming out a resounding cry of the state of our generation, the state of our nation. Just a glance at the daily news reveals to us just how volatile things are, and there is a battle for the very soul of a nation and for a generation. Many are looking for a sense of direction, a sense of foundation to build upon, and yet there seems to be so much attack, spiritual attack internally and externally, That causes many hearts to be overwhelmed. And yet in spite of all the challenges that we might face in our nation, around the world, in our families, in our generation. In spite of those challenges, there's so much to be thankful for. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. Psalm 107 verse 8 and 9 says, Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. There's something so powerful when we come before the Lord with an attitude of gratitude. There's something about honor and appreciation and respect that releases blessings back to us. Yes, I'm thankful for God's promise of generational inheritance and the freedoms and liberties that He has already provided for us. I'm thankful for those who've laid foundations and made sacrifices and paid the price for my liberties and freedoms today. Too often, our posture in prayer is one of primarily supplication and petitioning God. We are in places of desperation. When we're in need of breakthrough, we tend to rush to the Lord and beseech Him for what we want, what we need, and God certainly wants us to come to Him with our needs and even commands it. But I believe we would see greater breakthrough if we remembered to come with an attitude of thanksgiving before the Lord. As Paul said in Philippians, in everything with thanksgiving. I can remember a time of great desperation in my own life when I needed personal and spiritual breakthroughs. I got home late one night after witnessing on the streets and seeing very little fruit. I was overwhelmed. I was frustrated. I was tired and discouraged. I didn't feel like praying. I didn't want to worship. I could feel my heart getting hardened at that moment. I remember falling down on my mattress in that dark room and crying out to the Lord in the darkness of my room. I remember the story of the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. And the Lord spoke to her and said, give me a drink. And I sensed the Lord was speaking to my spirit the same thing, saying, Doug, just give me a drink. This is not a time to ask me for anything, to to have supplications or petitions. Right now, just give me a drink. And I thought to myself, I'm the one that needs a drink. How can I give you a drink, Lord? And again, remembering the story of the Samaritan woman, when she says, who are you to ask me to give you a drink? And Jesus said, if you only knew who was asking you for that drink, I realized what the Lord was asking of me. He was asking me to give him a drink, realizing that in giving him that drink, giving him the thanksgiving and gratitude and adoration, just because, because, because of who he is and what he's already done for me, that would actually benefit me because he's the giver of life. He's the living water that he gives us a deep well that never runs dry because it comes from the water source that never ceases. The rivers of living water that flow from the mercy seat of God, from the throne of grace, in him is all life and life more abundantly. So out of sheer simple obedience, I stood up in my bedroom in the dark and I began to thank God for what he'd already done in my life just because of who he is and what he's already done. I still didn't feel like praying I didn't ask him for anything. I wasn't giving supplications or petitions. I was simply just beginning to think of the things that I could praise him for, thank him for, to show an attitude of gratitude. I simply just began to think of all the things I was grateful for. Initially, I didn't necessarily feel any emotion. I didn't feel anything, but simply obeying God because the highest form of worship to God is simple obedience to God. As I began to pace my room, I began to sing songs, began to think about how grateful I was, and began to name out specific things about how grateful I was to God. Not asking Him for anything, not petitioning Him, but just thinking of everything I could think of in being grateful to Him for what He had done in my life and what He was doing in my life. And then it started to hit me. The Lord began to remind me of where He had brought me from. And suddenly, I wasn't just thanking Him with my mind, my spirit came alive. I was praying in the spirit and worshiping God. God had brought me the liberation and the breakthrough I desperately needed at that moment. Not because I came with petitions and requests, but because I came with thanksgiving. See, there are times when we need to realize that a little gratitude can go a long way toward effective prayer. When we begin to appreciate God for who He is, we gain access to His presence in a new way. We enter into the gates of His presence when we enter with thanksgiving And in His presence, great blessings and power is released. My prayer for each of us today is to have a new season of prayer in our lives, a season of effective, effectual prayer. As we align ourselves with God's kingdom and His righteousness, and as we align ourselves with others He has put in our lives, we can come to a place of agreement in prayer because agreement is a place of power. I know that we will find new levels of release As we continue to praise God, thank God, release adoration and worship unto Him. Make a commitment today to come before the Lord with thanksgiving. Be diligent in your times of prayer, both individually and in coming together with people of like spirit. Armed with the prayer of faith, we will see God working in us and through us as vessels of breakthrough for our land. "'Serving the Lord with gladness and entering His gates with thanksgiving.'" Psalm 100, verse 1 through 5. "'Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. We are His Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his holy name. For he is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. As I began just to thank the Lord throughout that evening, what seemed like only a few moments in the middle of the night turned into being hours because I began to see the dawn arise as the lights of the outside came through my bedroom window. I realized it had been hours In that time of being lost in thankfulness and an attitude of gratitude, God was refreshing me. He filled me with a fresh sense of his presence, a fresh anointing, the breakthroughs I needed that I could not get on my own. And now looking back at Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 and 13 again. That we give thanks to the heavenly father who has qualified us to receive the inheritance as the children of the light. See, we don't have to take by force what God already has provided for us through the Son of His love. Remember what I said? The very Son of His love, the preeminent one, it goes on to say in the rest of the chapter of Colossians chapter 1, that all things are made to, through, for, and by Him. The seen and unseen realms, every principality and rulership and kingdom and dominion is subject to Him. And yet God the Father, who provides the Son of His love, As our ultimate sacrifice, the one who has liberated us, the one who gives us liberties and freedoms by which we can walk in the fullness of the Godhead bodily, when we recognize that, we can give gratitude and thanksgiving and rejoicing to our Heavenly Father because all authority, seen and unseen, belongs to the Son of His love who in turn provides a manifold power and wisdom and breakthrough and refreshing to each and every one of us so we don't have to take by force what is already given to us. God is giving to us an inheritance and a generational inheritance and blessing that we can leave for the generations to come. Yes, we have an inheritance that we don't have to pay the price for. He already paid the ultimate price. He laid the foundations. He made the sacrifices. He paid the price that we might walk in the place, the fullness of God's inheritance and blessings. Yes, I believe there's something about thankfulness, and I'm thanking God today for the generational inheritance and the liberties and freedoms provided to each and every one of us. Let me leave you with this scripture out of Jonah chapter 2, verse 7-9. through nine. When my soul fainted within me, or when my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer went up to you, into your holy temple. Those who regard or cling to worthless idols forsake their own mercy. They forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I will sacrifice to you, O oh God, with a voice, a song of thanksgiving. I will pay or make good what I vowed, because salvation is of the Lord. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org, or by texting your donation amount to 805 7348 Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.